Hello and welcome back to Empowered Femininity. I realize that it has been quite a while since I have last posted a podcast. Uh, This has truly been a phenomenal year that has um, challenged us all to grow and to expand as uh, as a renewed person, though it has been a, a challenging and painful process. As we wrap up this uh, life-changing year, this year has truly given us all 2020 vision. Not in the way that we had expected, but in the way that we needed. I initially planned on this podcast to include dating strategy and dating advice and to uh, focus on uh on dating when it comes to uh, uh, the the environment of dating today and I wanted to you know have different uh, podcasts you know on the subject um, and as I've realized that there that the market has been flooded with with said advice and with again the the challenges of this year it has turned my it has turned my focus uh more inward and towards something more profound than dating uh with discussing femininity and traditional family structural values um the modern day Dating does not coincide with said values. And so it has made me, and so with that realization, excuse me, I have come to, I have come to the epiphany that there needs to be, there needs to be a knowledge that is ancient, but, but a knowledge to be widespread to women today in order for them to uh, truly understand who they are and what they bring into the world and for them to better have and for them to have better success in relationships today. So with this topic that I find myself having to Revamp. Uh, I find myself changing my priorities and focus towards truth and substance. Um, first of all, in my life, <laughs> um, my life has changed uh, throughout this year with my focus on my and. Uh, in my calling, my first calling as a student midwife, I uh, was accepted uh, into the Midwife's College of Utah this year. And so thus, I will be focusing my time and my energy into school uh, next year. Um, <clears throat> so my goals in education will be my my priority of becoming a midwife. Um but for this podcast will be a very special podcast and I'm not sure 
unfortunately, if I will continue to make more podcasts, but I was compelled today to to make this one in this podcast is on the subject of truth, of femininity, of traditional values, where women can truly seek the answers that are needed for success in dating and and their goals for marriage, if they so want marriage. In the traditional sense, I have found that these answers reside in spiritual texts, specifically the Bible. The Bible has countless of examples of instructing women and men, (laughs) instructing us all to prepare us for relationships and for marriage, and plenty of examples of great women who find success uh, in her femininity and her virtue. Women like Ruth, Zipporah, Esther, Mary, mother of Jesus, just to name a few, they have found their place as women by following the instructions of God. And so thus the answer to the question I fear for many women is to follow the instructions of God. Now, I know that that, of course, is not the modern and popular path for women today, as many women are encouraged to take a more masculine approach to life. But for a woman to, to find success in her own role as a woman and her own love life is the traditional way simply put we can go into that a bit further but the answer is the answer is the instruction of God the traditional way in order for a woman to find love and stability in relationships today in marriage today becoming a virtuous woman so the topic of a virtuous woman what is a virtuous woman you might ask why is she important you ponder well the virtuous woman simply put uh, she is life changing She is world-changing. She is a phenomenal woman. From her heart, she gives. And from her loins, she creates great innovations and works with her mind, with her hands, to inspire or to make life work more efficiently, work more smoothly, be more colorful. She is grounded She is grounded as she understands her importance as a cornerstone in the family as a wife and as a mother and in her community. She understands that her role as a mother holds great weight in the lives of her children 
in the life of her husband and the well-being of her community. The well-being and happiness and health of her marriage. She is in many ways a vessel, a vessel for her family, a vessel to the divine. Her connection to the to the divine keeps her on her path as God instructed for her. A virtuous woman affects at least the next three generations after her, both male and female, both her sons and daughters, and all of her descendants. A virtuous woman knows the effect knows the effect of her being, her entire effect on the world. Women of virtue, women of virtue are powerful. As I had explained before, the virtuous women in the Bible, Ruth, Mary, Mary Magdalene, they were game changers and powerful women, not in the sense of they were powerful as in being rulers or going into battle, but powerful as they were the way makers they were the guides, they were the mothers, they were the the wives, the lovers, the beautifiers of their community and, and, and their families that inspired men to be great, that inspired others to be great. And so we remember their names because of that up until today, up to today, excuse me. So as explains what a virtuous woman is, it should be self-explanatory what she is and what she should be for the simple direct answer that um, she is a simple grounded woman. But I understand that it is quite difficult for many women today to To turn down uh, what society throws at them and what they should be, that they should not be these, you know, glamorous, glitzy women with long eyelashes and long nails and hair extensions and lots of makeup and, you know, going out and, you know, being on the scene or being a loud voice on social media, but a voice of reason and wisdom and kindness in the background to her community and to her family to, you know, to have a more conservative look, to have a more modest look to her dress. Not to say she has to dress drab or boring, but to have a more modest Approach to how she presents herself instead of revealing everything. I know that is difficult for many women, but we see clearly that traditionalism and being a virtuous woman is the the answer to to our plummeting, you know, divorce rates to our plummet plummeting marriage rates. We will see. Excuse me, I didn't. I apologize, but our 
plummeting marriage rates and our rising divorce rates. Excuse me. We will see that if women were more virtu- were more virtuous, we would see a rise in marriage rates and a plum and a decline in divorce rates. We will see we will see less depression. We would see more unity in families. We would see more successful dates. We would see more balanced men and women today because of a woman's femininity, which is so powerful. A woman's femininity can save the state of marriage, can save family. It can help make the world a better, healthier place for more conscientious people who are raised by feminine women and led by balanced masculine men and leaders. Balance, that is what God wants for us. That is God's instruction. That is God's order. That is the power of the virtuous woman. We see, you know, the success rates of our four parents, that marriages lasted longer, people married more often, people had stronger families back then. Again, I'm not saying that marriage in the past was, was, uh, was perfect, domestic or domestic abuse did not occur, or that... You know, a man should abuse his power over a woman and a woman should just take it. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that when we see a more balanced dynamic between the masculine, the feminine, as God has intended, we will see more successful relationships and marriages. So to dissect the Proverbs 31 woman, which is such a profound uh segment in the Bible, um, I wanted to to break down exactly what each verse means and what it is and why. So a virtuous woman, ladies and gentlemen, who can find a virtuous woman for her price is far above rubies a virtuous woman that means she is rare she is high value she is not easily accessible she has morals she keeps what she keeps what's in between her legs and within her heart, precious, and only to the man who deserves it. She is more precious than a gem. The ruby at the time was historically one of the most significant was, was historically one of the most significant colored stones mentioned in at least at least four times in the Bible. It attributes beauty and wisdom. Its royal red color 
the personification of our most intense emotions and passions. For her price is far above rubies. She is not a cheap date. She is not a cheap trick. She is not low-hanging fruit. Only a man who deserves her is able to have access to her, is able to afford her, is deserving of her. And this is Proverbs 31, verse 10. Just so you know, on page 266 in the Bible. So the next verse goes, the heart of her husband safely trusts in her so that he shall not, he shall have no need of spoil. Her husband trusts in his investment in her, that he chose the right woman for his life, that he trusts with her, he trusts her with his money. He trusts her that he trusts that he can rely on her no matter what. Whether it comes to running errands for him, running the household, she is his investment that multiplies everything in his life. So he trusts that he has made a wise decision in her and that she will not hurt him. She will not blow his money. She will not humiliate or embarrass him or challenge his masculinity or cheat on him. He trusts that she is his greatest investment and will help his life to flourish. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. This is Proverbs 31 verse 12. She shows him, she shows him love and adoration. She uplifts him, encourages him, gives him advice. She cares for him and puts his needs first, pleases him, is again loyal to him forever and does her best for him. Proverbs 31 verse 13. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is not idle. She is talented. She is diligent. She looks for work to do. Wool and flax uh, at the time was a a very um was the material of choice uh, to use in uh, many different uh, textiles uh, in the day. So it was a very useful craft for a woman to know how to create fabrics from from that uh, from flax and wool. Uh, she is useful with it to make clothing and to make other different um, useful. The, the key term is useful fabrics for both her household and to sell even. Proverbs 31 verse 14 She is like the merchant ships. She bringeth food from afar. 
she goes out out of her way to make purchases of quality to access the foods the goods and the necessities that are best for her family though she is frugal and she spends her money wisely she makes sure she makes sure to get what her family needs and she is smart and savvy in her purchases and investments and she has a good eye for a good deal bargains and businesses Proverbs 31 verse 15 she rises she riseth also while it is still night she rises early to start her work as you know the great saying by Benjamin Franklin the go to bed early go to bed early go <laughs> uh, excuse me Early to bed, early to rise. Yes, <laughs> makes a man makes a man young, wealthy, and wise. Is that correct? <laughs> you can comment down below to to clarify that. But I, I believe that's what it is. Early to bed, early to ri- early to rise makes a young makes a man healthy, wealthy, and wise. There you go. <laughs> but um. So Proverbs 31 verse uh, 16, (laughs) she gives, she gives meats to her households. Okay. Um, She verse 15, excuse me. So she, oh no, we're not on verse 16, but I was breaking down. She, she rises early. She rises also while it's still night. So we're not yet on Proverbs 31 verse 16 but in the continuation of Proverbs 31 verse 15 she giveth meat to her household and a portion to her handmaidens you know she makes sure she looks out for people who help her um, as far as her handmaidens go and she you know makes sure that her family uh, receives a nutritious meal to start and end the day with which is quite important for uh which is an important uh role for women uh to make sure that she is you know giving her children and her husband you know nutritious foods in order for them to to be healthy and to thrive both physically and mentally. That's important. Instead of running out and buying McDonald's or Pizza Hut, her family, they're eating a home-cooked, nutritious meal. Says that in the Bible, ladies and gentlemen listening. Okay, now we're on Proverbs 31, verse 16. She perce- she perceiveth... Uh, Let's see, I apologize. She considereth a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hands, she plants a vineyard. She invests her money and multiplies it. So she's good with her money. Uh, Proverbs 31, verse 17. She girdeth her loins with strength and strengthen her arms. She is strong of character 
She is strong for others. She is the shoulder to cry, to cry on. Again, she's the cornerstone of the family. She's the backbone of the community. Okay? That is a virtuous woman. She is there for others who most need her. When she's mostly needed, she's there. She's available for her family and for others. Proverbs 31, verse 18. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. And she is sure of, so she is sure of her purchases. She doesn't make, you know, um, you know, she doesn't make uh, extravagant purchases or flamboyant purchases. She makes, again, you know, very wise purchases with her money. And she uh, and she is pregnant with even more ideas with her purchases because she multiplies them and she works diligently even if it is late. Or you can perceive this as the purchase or investments that she makes work for her while it is still night, while she is resting, while she's, you know on vacation while she is taking time for her family while she is being available for her family being a homemaker a mother her investments work for her she makes sure that her husband's uh, she makes sure that even her husband's investments works for them uh, another way to look at this is she makes sure that her husband's carnal desire is met for her candle goeth not out by night. <laughs> okay, Proverbs 31, verse 18. She layeth her hands on the spindle and her hands on the distaff. She is skilled with her domestic trades like knitting, sewing, needlework, textiles again were the demand of the time and skills like the domestic crafts, crafts work, farming, midwifery, artwork, pottery, all of these skills were in demand and will always be in demand. So she is smart in her skill set. She is a useful woman in many, many ways because she's a catch. She is an abundant woman and blesses all who are attached to her in abundance. She stretches out her hands to the needy. Proverbs 31 verse 19. Oh, I apologize. Proverbs 31 verse 20. We're on. She is a giving, loving, hospitable, gracious woman. She gives to the people who are less fortunate. And that is the people who are blessed. People who give and who give from the heart as Jesus did. Proverbs 31 verse 21. She is not afraid of the snow for her house because of her faith in the Lord. She is unafraid 
of what is to come in the future. And she is brave. Proverbs 31 verse 22. For her household is clothed in scarlet. She knows she is protected. Her investments and again her faith in the Lord. She just she knows that her family is safe. They're protected and they're protected for the future. Because she uses her wisdom in order to keep her family together. Proverbs 31 verse 23. Verse 22, excuse me. She maketh fine linen and sell it. And delivers it for for goods unto the merchant. She is a skilled entrepreneur. Again, she's skilled in business. She is skilled in her craft. Proverbs 31. Proverbs 31, verse 23. Her husband is known in the gates, and he sitteth among the elders in the land. Because, because she is her husband's backbone, because she is so supportive of him, and he is, and she blesses her husband with her goodness. He comes into a great position in society. When a man sits among the elders, he comes into a great position because of her support. She maketh herself coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is of silk and purple. Now, this kind of ties into femininity, dressing Modestly, modestly dressing daintily dress beautifully dressing beautifully she knows how to dress and she knows how to dress herself in timeless classic pieces that will always make her stand out but yet her clothing will never go out of style her clothes are beautifully tastefully colored they accentuate her skin tone they accentuate her waist she is a beautiful woman and she maintains her beauty strength and honor (laughs) strength and honor are her clothing and she shall rejoice in time to come now we just talked about outer clothing now with inner clothing undergarments she is clothed with strength and she knows that all of her efforts will be paid back to her in tenfold because of all the good she has done. She openeth her mouth with wisdom and in her tongue is the law of kindness. Now this goes, this ties back into femininity once more. She does not curse. She does not swear. She is not loud. She is not vulgar. She is not mean or condescending. She does not tear anyone down. 
but she is kind, she is loving and wise with her words. Now, we don't see that quite often in in today's women, a lot of times in today's women, because again, we're taught to be loud, we're taught to be bold, we are taught to, you know, we can be, act and talk like men. Now, what the world needs today is a woman who is kind and loving and wise with her words. A wise and kind and loving word can make all the difference in a person's life. Whether it's from a teacher, from a mother, from a friend, you will always remember that one person's kind words or their wise counsel. That can change a person's life. And so in order to change the trajectory of the world, we need some more kind speaking women, some more feminine speaking women, some more wise women. (laughs) So now we're all the way down to uh, Proverbs 31, verse uh, 28. Oh, verse 27. She looketh well into the ways of her household and eateth not the bread of idleness. She keeps her household running. She keeps her household running smoothly. Um, and everyone uh, is on point. <laughs> um, everyone is on point and everything is in order. She is not. She's not a lazy woman. She's not, you know, spending all of her time throughout the day on social media or watching TV or on her phone. She is making a good deal she is she's spending her time wisely and making sure that her life, her household is running wisely. Her children um, arise up and call her blessed. And her husband also praiseth her. Her children love and honor her. Verse 28, Proverbs 31, verse 28. So her children love and honor her because of her, of, because she was an excellent mother. She is an excellent mother. And her husband too praises her because she is an excellent, respectful, loving wife who has helped him, who has helped him reach his potential as a man. Proverbs 31, verse 29. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellentest of them all. Many daughters, many women have done great things, but because of her obedience to God, because of her good heart and her will to do righteous things, she is a great woman. Proverbs 31, verse 30. Favor is deceitful and beauty is fleeting. But a woman that feareth the Lord shall be praised. Favor is deceitful, right? Right? 
there's this thing called dark femininity where women use their femininity for evil instead of good. They use their femininity for destruction instead of creation. Um, and thus, of course, deceit is very destructive instead of uplifting herself and uplifting people in her life. She destroys them. And so, unfortunately, that's why, you know, people, when it comes to femininity, oh, um, people are kind of confused between many people, not all people, but many people are kind of confused when they, you know, when the topic of femininity arises, people know of the dark femininity of women using their womanhood for bad instead of good, instead of understanding that a woman's femininity can be the greatest thing for the world. Uh, Beauty is fleeting. Well, that's (laughs) self-explanatory, that beauty is fleeting, which it is. It is beautiful to behold for a time, but in time, it fades. It diminishes. But beauty within does not being a good woman being a loving woman that's the true beauty but outer beauty which our society places so much value on or even artificial beauty like the makeup and the eyelashes again as we explained um you know the body contouring or the body um you know uh, the, the body fillers and <laughs> things like that. Those things are all fleeting. They, they don't change the world. They don't change society. They're just something to, I guess, to make a woman feel good about herself, you know, for a time or to feel desirable. But what is truly a desirable trait is a woman of virtue, is a woman who is kind and wise and loving and helpful. That is beauty. And a woman that feareth the Lord shall be praised. And it's true. We all do see great women who were obedient to God's instruction, who are praised and forever remembered. Give her the fruits of her hand. Let her works praise her at the gates. Proverbs 31 verse 31, the last verse. With the fruits of her heart and her hands as said before let her own works praise her at the gates let her works and deeds let her works and deeds be the be the thing that be the thing that shows the world who she really is not her outer appearance, not her flashiness, not how many likes she can get, but the things that she does, 
let that show the world who she is. A virtuous woman. A woman that the world needs. Yes. So that is what a virtuous woman is. Um, You know, you can comment or message me to, you know, ask any other questions or to discuss this. Um, So, um, and again, last but not least, why is it important for a woman to be virtuous? Well, the Proverbs 31, she, um, you know, she, again, she's obedient. Uh, she is obedient to God. Um, and again, if women today were to follow God's instruction, um, we would see, again, more balance in the community. If they would embrace their femininity, we would see more balance in society and in families. And and in dating and success in a relationship, as summed up from before. So I felt compelled to share this information to uh, to the world. Because I feel as though this Proverbs 31 is uh, uh, a proverb, is a verse that hasn't really been delved into, really hasn't been broken down and understood to to its extent to understand why women should be like this. This was God's clear instruction for women of what women should be and of who women should be and how we can have a better society as humans. I believe if we had more loving, more compassionate, more wise women, there would be a more peaceful world, a more balanced world. If more women were like Esther, like Mary, like Ruth, we would see success and relationships Um, instead of listening to all the dating coaches that we you know that are on air today that are given the microphone of telling what a woman should do and what she should not do what she should wear what she should not wear what she should say what she should not say simply simply said if a woman were to strengthen her spirituality, were to strengthen her, were to ground herself into the word of God, into following the instruction of God, were to be more spiritual, she would have more direction in life with what and who she should be as a woman, what she should be doing and who she should be. And there would be no confusion on what type of man she should be looking for because he would know her when he sees her and she would know him when he, when she sees him. Well, he would know her when he sees her and she would know him when he sees him because an alpha male 
or a man that is on his path as a man who knows his roles as a man knows that that is the woman that he should have in his life because she will multiply everything in his life because she is a virtuous woman and virtuous women affect the world so that is all that I have for my podcast for today again I am unsure with whether or not I shall move forward with more content on femininity and traditional values because I believe I for the most part summed up the answer of what women should be doing and how they should go about their life and finding themselves and in finding love really the answers are all in the Bible the man you should be looking for the woman that you should be it is all in the Bible it's all in the holy books Um, there's really no need to look any further to ask anyone else who's not close to you of course but simply put virtuous women can save the state of marriage (laughs) can save families can save themselves from discontent and depression and listlessness in life simply being a virtuous godly woman there's no there's nothing else that you need to do in order to have successful relationships in dating and in marriage it's all there <laughs> um so next year i will be focusing my my energy again on midwifery perhaps um I will be making podcasts on midwifery and um, being a black midwife. So, yes, I am a woman of color and, you know, the state of black uh, femininity, black motherhood is in distress. And I was called to the field of midwifery um, by the divine source. Um, I've always wanted to. I've always wanted to uh, go into midwifery. I was always called to it as a young child through reading the Bible, through reading different um, literary works on midwifery. Um, But that is a conversation. (laughs) That's a podcast for another day on um, my journey as a midwife. So please uh, feel free to continue to follow me. on this podcast I will give you the list in the future of uh, my other social media links of my other social media links Uh, of course you can follow Empowered Femininity on Instagram Empowered Femininity 19 and Empowered Femininity on Facebook Um, and uh, I will, like I said, come back on here and discuss more links uh, with you with my other um, passions when it comes to uh, midwifery. So I hope you all have a happy new year and a happy 2021. <laughs> Sounds so silly to even say, but 2021, I wish you 
success and prosperity and health. Uh, Thank you for listening and God bless. Happy New Year.